stand together and sing this this morning, if you will. In the morning when I rise, in the morning when I feel that way this morning you can have all this world just give me Jesus Amen. we have a few written requests this morning we'll remember uh, sister Shirley I'm assuming this is you yes she uh, asked for prayer for her brother Richard Allen uh, Brown is an alcoholic and needs salvation that's a big request but we have a great big God who can answer that request this morning it's, it's nothing but a, just a toothache for our Lord it's a small thing He's searching for something. We just pray God will help him find it this morning. Also, Brother Greg, this morning we remember him in our prayers. He's running a fever and his blood sugar levels are uh, all out of whack, so we remember him. I think Sister Michaela is uh, running a fever this morning feels bad, so let's remember her as well. And uh, remember Sister Chrissy, I think she had to be took to Greenville and have another surgery, and I think they scraped what they... Uh, think is the last of the infection off of her lungs and we're going to believe it that way that's it it's over it's finished and we're also going to pray that God will just give her a speedy recovery and uh, she'll be well so we remember her in our prayers today Um, also uh, Nathan and Tracy I think still have COVID and I believe that now Haven caught it so let's remember Sister Little Haven they put her on a a medication a COVID medication just pray there's no side effects and that she'll be well. God is able and he's mindful to touch each of these requests this morning. How many believe that way? Amen. So let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning, if you will. And if you have something on your heart, just make it known. God sees what your need is today and he's mindful of it in his service today. Let's go to him in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, as we humbly come before your presence again this morning, Lord, we just Pray that you'll come this morning and be with us in this service today, Lord. Everyone that made an effort to be here, may you just bless them, Lord. May your presence just spread through the house of the Lord this morning in the service in a special way. And your works be made manifest among us, Lord. 
We have several needs that were written. Lord, we have these uplifted hands. But Lord, you know every need. And we pray that you'll just supply them according to your riches and glory this morning. Be with us, we pray, Lord. Anoint the songs and the musicians and our pastor, Lord. We pray that you'll just anoint him in a special way. And just speak through him, Lord, what we have need of in this hour. Anoint our ears to hear what you're saying to us, Lord. And we'll give you the praise for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. We love you, Lord. Amen. Oh, would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. And would you or evil a victory win? Thank you. 
Well, trouble sometimes are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedom we all go near, now is a stage. your hearts to God, save when the chest need rot. Sing the way pilgrims trot, Christian the way. you thankful because this world just keeps getting worse and worse every day and he's just going to pull us out of it and take us out of all this chaos amen we got a new song we're going to try this morning we went over at least twice i hope that's enough 
So we're going to try to sing for you. Just think about the words as we sing it this morning. Oh, I was a wretch. I remember who I was. I was lost. I was blind. I was running out of time. But sin separated. The breach was far too wide. But from the far side of the chasm, you held me in your side. So you made a Across the great divide Left heaven's throne Oh yes, to build it here inside To build it here inside And there at the cross You paid the debt I owe Broke my chains, freed my soul for the first time I had hope. Sing this. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood applied. Thank you, Jesus, you have won. place, yes you did, laid inside a tomb of sin, and you were buried for three days, but then you walked out, then you walked right out again, oh yeah, oh, and death has no sting, and life has no end, for I have been transformed, yes I have. Blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. Aren't you thankful for the blood this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You have washed me white. Thank you, Jesus. You have saved my.
Jesus, thank you, Jesus, you have washed me white. Thank you, Jesus, you have saved my life, brought me from the darkness into say that glory to his name glory to his name there to my heart there to my heart was the Jesus has washed me, washed me white, praise the Lord. Let's sing one more song and then we'll have our brothers to come and receive the offering this morning. Amen. I believe it's in the key of D.
How many are thankful? He alone is our strength and our shield. Amen. We'll let you have your seats this morning. We want to welcome our two sisters back here on the right this morning. God bless you. Welcome. Amen. Also, today is a very special day. Sister Deanna, won't you stand for us this morning? <laughs> your husband did it to me, so I get to do it back this morning. Happy birthday to Sister Deanna this morning. I know you shouldn't have to take the pain over his bad doings, but you deserve it this morning. We, we want to wish you a very special happy birthday. We have a wonderful pastor's and a wonderful pastor's wife. And behind every good man is a really good woman. Is that right? Amen. And also, uh, Sister Julie from Guyana is going to sing for us this morning. So, Sister Julie, why don't you make your way up and sing for us today, if you will. is entitled, It Will Be Worth It After All. Amen. <coughs> we need our spirit filled preachers to teach us right And 
testify with our sister this morning that it'll be worth it after all. Heaven will be worth the journey when you get there, I promise. Do we have time to squeeze one more song in? I can't hear my pastor say no right now. So, Brother Matt, come up. I thought of that song that I wanted to sing, and it still applies today. So we're going to sing it for you today. Have patience with it. song is very true this morning, that we are in the season of the coming of the Lord. That's right. Amen. Amen. We want you yes. to sing it with us today. Bless you, And the word has been restored. 
Such words of comfort to the people of God in this age, where we live in a world that is falling apart. Systems are breaking up. But praise God, this morning we are born into a kingdom that cannot be moved. And everything is going to fall apart, but the bride is going up by God's grace. 1,500 miles square. It's going to fall into the ocean. But praise the Lord, at that time, there's a people that will receive a translation. Like Abraham and Sarah. Their bodies will be changed from this vile corruption into a brand new body not made by hand. What a day that will be. What an hour. What a day. We're looking for that time. Praise God. So let the world fall apart. Let's sing it. This world is falling apart. I'm so glad Jesus lives down in my heart. If the brothers will come, this is the tithings you give to the Lord, and I'm sure he will bless you. This world is falling apart. I'm so glad Jesus lives down in my heart. I get carried away in the light of today. There's murder and crime. This is the end time where people are going insane. But I found release. Have you found my heart is at peace since the word on the hour settled in? And with troubles untold, my anchor will hold to Jesus again.
society, completely insane, mental, the mental health of the world is gone, completely corrupt, they can't keep up with the condition of the nations, the pharmaceuticals are bringing out all sorts of drugs, mind-altering drugs to control the world, but praise God, our power comes from above, hallelujah, our anchor holds Behind a veil this morning. So happy to be in God's house. Certainly appreciate all the songs this morning. Sister Julie, thank you for that wonderful song. We do need Holy Ghost preachers to teach us right from wrong. Amen. That'll pray all night. Hallelujah. What a wonderful presence of the Lord we feel here this morning. You know, I've enjoyed just back-to-back preaching here at the pulpit with you. Amen. Just bringing the word, laying it in. One sermon after the next, just building up to a wonderful uh, blessing of the people of God. So let's continue to pray for the sick ones amongst us. The Lord will just touch them and uh, bring healing to their body. I'm so looking forward to a brand new body where there'll be no sicknesses or diseases or no corruptions. What a day that will be. Praise God. This is just the shadows of it. But we're going to the reflection someday by God's grace. We'll lay all of our troubles down, our heartaches down. This entire life is nothing but corruption. We just dropped out of eternity into time. Praise God to be developed into the very image of Jesus Christ in this age. So we love you so much this morning. We'll go back in the series. This is part 14 in the series again. Our key scripture, Luke 14, we'll keep reading it and keep building on the word of God. Hallelujah. Remember the youth banquet's coming up, Memorial Weekend. Let's keep that in our prayers. The Lord will continue to um, bless and as we prepare for that weekend. We have our special anniversary meeting here as well. 
in August, third week in August, where Tim Pruitt will be ministering for us. So we're looking so forward to those meetings. In verses 16, And said he unto them, A certain man made a great supper and bid many. See, this wasn't just an ordinary supper. This wasn't going by McDonald's and getting a quick, fast bite. It wasn't going to um, Zaxby's, even though their chicken's good. But it, this, this is a serious supper here. This is something that, that is special, you know. I see Brother Vance smiling back there. I, you know, it, this is, this is going to be, a, this is something great. Amen. This is something to really prepare about. Amen. You know, for me, if I know I'm going on a feast, I normally skip a meal. Because, you know, I'm going to enjoy this meal. I know what's coming. This is what he's talking about here. A great supper. Great. Not just everybody's going to be able to come to this. He made a great supper and made many. And sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent begin to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must needs to go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And the other said, I have bought five uh, yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and, and bring in thither the poor and the main and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, yet there is room. And the Lord said unto his servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. And what a scripture there. And then in the book of Hosea. We'll just go back through some of these scriptures. We've been reading Revelation 6, uh, 9 through 17 of the fifth and the sixth seal. This uh, was the trumpets that was opened up under the sixth seal. And then we saw in uh, Revelation chapter 9, the horsemen, spiritual horsemen, 200,000, thousand of these uh, ecclesiastical spirits that were loose from Euphrates. But let's just open back Hosea, Hosea rather, uh, chapter 6, verse 1. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he had torn and he will heal us. He had smitten and he will bind us up. Praise God. Sometimes you feel like God is going to tear into you. You feel as though he's just tearing everything apart. It, the, 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 the clay in the potter's hand is, has been crushed and been remolded into the image of what was in the potter's mind. It feels that way at times. And you wonder, God, where are you at? You're exactly where you need to be in the palm of his hand. He cares for you. 
And after two days, when he revived us, in the third day, he will rise us up and we shall live in his sight. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. Uh, praise God. Is, is, uh, is going forth, is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us uh, as the rain, as the latter and former rain upon the earth. O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as a morning cloud, as the earth early do it goeth forth. Therefore have I hewed them by the prophets. I have slain them by the words of my mouth. And thy judgments are as the light that goeth forth. What a passage. And then one more place. Forgive me for uh, taking so much of your time standing. Matthew chapter 25. In verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. And they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. And while the bridegroom tarry, they all slumber and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your all, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to, your, uh, to them and, uh, that sell and buy for yourself. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. My, my, my. What a scripture here. Afterward also came other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, I said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour where in the Son of Man comment. May God bless this passage of scripture this morning as we pray. And if you have a need, you just lift your hands up before the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, we come once again into your presence, Lord. And we have read the scriptures and we have read them over and over, but I ask that you will continue to unfold yourself to us, Lord. Reveal yourself through your word. For we know, dear God, that you hide in simplicity and reveal yourself the same. So we ask you today that as we have been reading these passages of scriptures for the last three or four months, that you will continue to, to bring to us things that are there to quicken us, to make us alive. To, we know the rapture, Lord, is, is a revelation and we are believing for rapturing faith. So pray, I pray today that you will give us rapturing faith through the word of God. Reveal yourself, unfold yourself, make yourself real to us. Lord, you see every hand that was raised. 
I pray that you'll minister to every need, every condition, every circumstance, every scenario. Every misunderstanding, everything, Lord God, that's happening in the lives of your people. I ask the Holy Spirit to go today, Lord, and minister to every uplifted hands. I love you, Lord, and I know that you're mindful and you're caring of your people today. What a marvelous thing it is, Lord, to trust in you. We ask that you'll have your way in the service in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I trust that you're not getting tired of the um, series, but uh, you're drawing strength each day because we know that this word of God is everlasting, ever, never ending. There are no periods behind it, maybe a comma, but there are no periods. It lasts forever and it shall last forever because the Bible tells us the word of God says heavens and earth will all pass away but my word shall never pass away this is God's eternal word it is the spoken word it quickens us in it it is filled with everything that we have need of for this journey God sees to it that the first five books that's written by Moses includes every aspects of our lives you can find everyday situations in the Word of God, good or bad. You can see the corruption of the world in the Bible. You can see the people of God in the Bible. You can see the condition of the age in the Bible. You can see violence in the Bible, rape and sexual sins. You can see the dark side and the bright side. Everything is written in this word for the bride of Christ. It is God's unfailing word of promise to you and I this morning. You believe it. I trust in it. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It is the faith of the bride. It is the message of hope to a dying people. It is healing to our bodies. It is a sanctity to our minds. It brings shalom to our family. It is God's eternal word. And it continues to unfold before us day by day. The revelation of the word is unfolding before the people of this age. And we know it is not just for anybody, but it is for a called out people, a selected people of this age. It is what we call the Roman candle. It continues to illuminate with brightness. It doesn't end. It never ends. It just keeps bursting into wonderful illumination of what God has in store for us. But it also brings into preview two classes of people, the church and the bride of Christ. In the book of uh, Matthew chapter 25, we understand these two class of people were in the same category. The Bible says that they were virgins. They had lamps and they both slumber and slept. But at midnight, there was a cry. Hallelujah. Go ye out to meet him. A message, a shout. 
a message to the people of that day, a message to the bride, the one that had oil in their lamp. There was a midnight cry, a message of hope. There was a voice, a shout, and a trump that went through the land as they slept. But praise God, the voice of God woke up the bride in that age. And as we see it in the Jewish dispensation, so it is in the Laocian Gentile dispensation that there is a people with a message of a shout that's been awoken in this age to have their lamps trimmed and burning. And there was a difference between the wise and the foolish. One had oil and the other didn't have oil. Now we know that the oil represents the Holy Ghost. It represents the very life of Jesus Christ. It represents the Word, the Messiah of this age. It represents a people that is growing into the statue of a perfect man. A people who is coming into the very image that God saw of them from the beginning. A people who will rise up in this generation and condemn this world for all the sin and chaos. A people that will take a rapture in this chaotic condition of this world. A people who lives in Sodom but not part of Sodom and people that will rise up with their families and take a change every son, every daughter every family member under the token will cross praise God into Canaan's land into a change and we will leave Egypt behind us, we will no longer dwell under the taskmasters of denomination and creeds and dogmas of this world and world system but we have been Exodus by our Elijah prophet into a land that's flowing with milk and honey where there's no sorrow or sickness nor death. Praise God. A place, a new millennium. I believe we're going there by the grace of God. How many can shout amen? We have crossed into our Exodus. This is not the first Exodus or the second Exodus. This is the third Exodus where the pit of fire is leading the church into a rapture translation. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Now Hosea said here as we recap in Hosea 6 and 1, return to the Lord. Now this is the Jews. Remember uh, he said that they would be scattered and they were. This is how close the rapture of the church is. He said after two days, after two days, he would return to them and he would revive after two days. And we showed how that the two days represented 2,000 years. And after 2,000 years, he would heal and revive. This is Israel as a nation. And in there, there's a remnant bride, 144,000. So we see that since the time of Christ, we've passed 2,000 years, and we're living now on borrowed time. And I showed, I did the math for you last Sunday. Before, between uh, B.C. 780 
to 2023, we passed the second day because Israel is back in our nation. She's back where she belongs. The trumpet sounded under the blowing of the trumpets. Israel, the, the, we see that the religious spirits, uh, the demon power under world dictators uh, was loosed upon the Jews, driving them back into their homeland. You see, we don't need to worry about it. Israel is already in the homeland. They're already there just waiting. So we notice from B.C. 780 to 2023 is 2,859 years. So we are at the latter years of the third day. So he said after two days, he would return to them and he will receive them after two days, after 2,000 years. Church, my message to you is, what is the time that we're living in? What time are we living in? Is this the sign of the end time, sirs? Is this the message going forth now to gather our bride? We have passed the two days. We're living on the latter part of the third day where God has gathered up the people, the bride, in the third day to bring her into a rapture translation. Remember the third day, this is the rapture of the bride, and he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Praise God. This is the rapture of the church. God's done with the Jews now as far as bringing them to their position. The Jews couldn't be anymore where they need to be right now. They're in their homeland. They're, they're praying. They're, they're, they're waiting. They're waiting on their Messiah. They're crying out for their Messiah. They're in position now for the two witnesses to introduce the Messiah to them. So on the western side of the world, I believe there's a Gentile bride. Praise God. If Israel is ready, two days is up. We are the latter day of the third day. What hour are we living church? When the, we understand when the sixth seal opened, persecution struck the Jews in the literal, literal standpoints. Then comes the persecution to the church in the ecclesiastical standpoint because the bride is already called. You believe it? Oh yes, the denominational spirit has moved in amongst all the organization and the devils in the literal standpoint that was released upon the Jews is now in a religious standpoint that is upon the denominations in this age. You believe it? Praise God. But there's a bride in this age. She has already been sealed. She's been called. She's come out of the system. And the ecclesiastical spirits, the ones, the same ones that was upon the Jews, that's upon the church, the denomination will not get a hold of the bride of Christ. Because she's already heard the message of the hour and she's been sealed waiting for the rapture translation. You believe it? Feast of the trumpets. Let's go back through it again. It's between the sixth trumpet and the six seals. Uh, seal sound at the same time. Between the sixth trumpet and the seventh trumpet, there is a prophet to appear uh, before the Gentiles. Praise God. 
to call the people back to the original Pentecostal doctrine. And the two witnesses of Revelation uh, 11 appeared to the Jews to send them to Jesus while the church is being taken up. You believe it? They're waiting on us. They're waiting on us. When the bride is taken up, then the Messiah returns to the Jews. The the Jews cannot recognize the Messiah until the bride is taken up. And if they're ready for the Messiah, how late are we? Are we living, friends? The hour's later than you think. People are still taking a lot of time and, and being so caught up in this life and fail to realize that there is something supernatural that's moving. God is preparing to snatch a people out of this life into a different life. You believe it? All them prophets, amen. The word of the Lord cannot be broken. It would be a denomination. Do you see it? Praise God. There is a people. There is a prophet to appear uh, before the Gentiles. So we notice between the sixth trumpet and the sixth seal. At the same time we notice the sixth trumpet and the seventh trumpet. In between there on the, on the sixth seal. There is a, a prophet Elias that rise on the scene to gather up the Gentile bride. The shield of the power of the uh, spirits from Euphrates. And the seal of the bride in the last day. You remember we, we read it there uh, in Ezekiel how the angel with the ink horn went into the city and sealed those aside and cried for the abomination that was done in the, in, in the city. The angel did that. And when they came through four of the angels and they were slaughtering angels and slaughtered everything that did not have the seal of God. Oh, I believe that the angel in this age, Elijah the prophet, has come with a message to seal the bride of Christ. Why these demonic powers are upon the earth. The bride has been sealed in. You believe it? All these denominational creeds of dogmas and, and churchianity and religiosities in this life and, and theories and all these things that the world try to be. I believe the bride is in our right mind. All the ideologies and every theory they try to come up with, it's not going to shield them off from those ecclesiastical demons from Euphrates. Who are they loose on right now? The church in this age. One place, Brother Bram said, the bride showing the temptation will be on the bride. He said, but she will be sealed away. The churches are under the systems of this age. Do you believe it? It wouldn't be a denomination. Do you see it? So we see that the Holy Spirit has been bound by these denominational rivers for almost 2,000 years, but to be loosed in the evening time by the evening time messenger. Do you believe it? We see it for over 2,000 years how these demon power has tried to hold the church from Ephesus all the way down to Laodicea has trying to bind up the moving of God's power in the church. But praise the Lord, at the evening time, the Holy Spirit will be loosed in this age. You you believe it? The evening message will loose the Holy Spirit back in its fullness. We're not just receiving it partially. It's in the fullness. 
Luther had part of it. Wesley had part of it. But I want you to know that the bride has not just the baptism, but the Holy Ghost himself. You believe it? Gospel started out there with Luther in Germany, crossed the English Channel, and went into went into England with Wesley. Then uh, on the sanctification, crossed back over the Atlantic, over the United States with the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. But that wasn't all of it. Because there was an outpouring of the power of God in its fullness once again. What did it do? Raise Christ out of history. Never a time has it been where the dead was raised. Where the thoughts of man has been discerned as it is in this dispensation. What was God doing? Waking up the bride in this age. You believe it? What a time. Remember the Pentecostal denomination missed the rapture. But this is the third day, the harvest time message. You believe it? This is a harvest time. This is Jesus Christ. He's the wheat. He's the bread of life. This is the evening offering. You believe it? This is the evening meal, the Elijah's meal, the meal offering to the bride of this age. And the bride has recognized her day and its message. This is where the Pentecostals, uh, part of the sleeping virgins, uh, missed it, you see. We just read it in Matthew chapter 25. They missed it entirely, even though there were virgins that didn't have the oil, which is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit uh, is the word of the age. You believe it? The Holy Ghost is the word of the age. The Holy Ghost is the Word, and the Word is the Messiah in this hour. Remember last week, we spoke of it, how the Jack Moore and his group in the Herod of his coming, they were crying, pray fast, pray fast, fast, pray, sound the trumpet. We're going to have a great awakening of the day. There is a great thing that's going to happen. All of you pray, pray. We're, we're still not too late. But they failed to recognize what God was doing. Just as they did back in the days of Jesus. Those Jews and Pharisees and religious priests of the day failed to recognize the scriptural signs of the time. And so it is in the saints. The Pentecostals and denomination failed to recognize their message and their day. What did they do with Jesus? They hated him. Oh, they crucified him. Or they spoke against the word and saw it in this Laodicean Gentile age. They're doing the same thing to the message that God has given us. Recognizing your day and message. Listen, Brother Ram said, why do they do that? Why do they do that? They want a great awakening. They're crying, believing there will be uh, be uh, awakening. They're good people. Why is it? Why? Have, what have they done? They have not recognized the awakening of the bride. You see, this is the same thing happened here in uh, Matthew chapter twenty-five. It was amongst the Pentecostals. 
But when the cry of Elijah came forth, they did not recognize, oh my, they did not recognize the awakening of the bride. That's the problem in this age. They are not recognized the awakened, the staring of the bride through the cry of Elijah's message. Don't you settle for anything else out there. There's only one voice to a generation. Elijah's message is what woke up the bride in this age. You believe it? We're not sleeping virgins. We're not church members. We're not part of an organization. We were born from above by the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you believe it? God is calling the church up. Hallelujah. They have not recognized the awakening of the bride. Even though Brother Brandon was right amongst them. Jack Moore, all these great brothers, Pentecostal brethren. Yet uh, he was crying, stirring in their meetings, uh, awaking those brethren predestinated seed hallelujah thousands came to uh, to the meetings but the midnight crier was crying hallelujah and there was one over here another over here another over here and even though the prophet's not here his voice is still crying glory there's still a midnight cry going out to meet that predestinated seed and the whole system missed it they failed to see the awakening of the bride Here's Jack Moore and all the other men, T.L. Osborne and some of the great men of that day. They fell asleep. There was a little sleeping virgin waking up. Hallelujah. Waking up to our true identity. Waking up to the call because of the seed of God inside of her. Waking up to the cry of Elijah. Oh, there is that pull on the inside of a real child of God. Why didn't the old system come to it? Why didn't everybody come to it? Oh, they came out of the signs and the wonders like they did Jesus. They wanted the fish and the loaf. But when he began to preach the word of God, they could not recognize their day and his message. But praise God, in the last day, there's a church that's standing up in this day that has recognized the day in which you live. This is not Pentecost. This is not denomination. This is not Laodicea. This is the bride. She's been called out in the eighth of day for a special event to happen and that's the rapture of our bodies you believe it there's only one thing left for us that's the change of our bodies you might be going through heartaches you might be going through hell you might be going through everything but there's only one thing left for the church and that's the change of our body as long as she's under the hospice of the midnight cry of Elijah in this age there's a church that's coming up you believe it? They have not recognized the awakening of the bride. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. With just a few, uh, few handful of the bride of Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Coming out as he preached those great revivals across the nation. Everyone wanted to be healed, to be discerned. But when he brought the message, they just sat there and looked. But praise God, there was a prostitute woman sitting there. When she heard the word of God, it flashed across that scene on the inside. And she stood up and said, come see a man that told me the things that I've done. Isn't this the Messiah? I say the word is the Messiah in this age. The word is what discerns us. The word is what's going to rapture us in this hour. You believe it? 
She has been awakened by the seven thunders of Revelation. And this is rapturing faith, believing for the change of our bodies. What are you doing every day? Believing for the change of your body. Believing for the change of your body. And don't worry as you linger, your loved ones are coming right behind you. But every morning you get up, is this the morning? Is this the hour? Is this the season? Is this the time? When is it going to happen, Lord? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that hour. I'm believing that everything that's part of me will go with me. You believe it? In the third seal. Uh, There's no revival, no manifestation of God to stir the bride yet. Oh, my. I want you to get that yet. See, we're looking for it. It'll take those seven unknown thunders back there to wake her up again. I see, yeah, he'll send it. He promised it. Now watch it. Has it happened yet? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. He was getting ready. Amen. To blast forth those seven thunders. Yes, definitely. The revelation of the word after the opening of the seventh seal has awoken up the bride in this age. Yeah, at that time he's preaching it. He said, "Don't." No. He said, "It hadn't happened yet, but it'll take those seven unknown thunders back there to wake her up again. Not the written seal in the Bible, but on the backside of the book, there's a message written—a secret message to the bride of that age. When he gave it to Abraham and Sarah, no one else knew it but them. It was a rapture message that changed their bodies in the journey from where they were. To Guerrero, and even the king saw Sarah and said, Wow, what a beautiful grandma this is! Hallelujah, don't you worry, people are gonna look at you that look sometimes like you're defeated, that looks like sometimes you're broken, that looks like there's everything going wrong in your life. They will have to testify, This is the queen of heaven, this is the bride of Christ, this is Miss Perfection in this age. Believe it. Oh, I love it. I love it this morning. But it'll take those seven unknown thunders back there to wake her up again. You believe it? She had been sleeping, but she'll be awoking again. Yes, see, yeah, you'll send it. He promised it. Now watch. So we understand that after the opening of the seven seals, the bride has been woken up in this age. What was she woken up by? Luther Wesley? No, or even Pentecost? No, she was wakened by the scriptural a promise of this age. That behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. You believe it? Have we not received this? We have received it in Jesus' name. And we are waiting on it. We are waiting for the promise to be manifested in our life that God has given to our messenger. The first seal, 1963. Oh my, seven thunders of revelation. May you show the bride how to prepare for the great translation face. This is what happened, my friends. This is the awakening of the bride of Christ. The seventh thunder of revelation has been revealed and is preparing us now for a translation faith. The bad side of the book has been opened. Can you shout amen? 
This is the bride's book. The backside of the book. These are not the written seals. The message is sealed on the backside of the book. Not within. Are you following me now? Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. No wonder denominations can't get it. No wonder the Church of God, the Pentecostals, the organization, the Charismatics, and all the religion of this world, the Catholic and all cannot receive it. They don't have the revelation of the words. But he revealed the written seals. And then on the back side, it was sealed with seven seals. The unknown thunders that woke up the bride in this age. You believe it? The message is sealed on the back side of the book, not written within. And the message is revealed in the sermon titles. Oh. Hallelujah. The message is revealed in the sermon title. Who is this Melchizedek? Shalom to the bride. Seed shall not be heir with the shock. You believe it? Christ is revealed in his own words. On the back side of the book, the message is revealed in the sermon titles to the bride. You believe it? Oh, praise God, praise God. When I'm having a bad day, I just like to start in 63. Hallelujah on the message app and just start reading the title of the message. Because the message is revealed in the sermon titles. Do you believe it? What was on the back side of the book? The revelation of the Godhead. True baptism. Serpent seed. No eternal hell. The mysteries was on the back side of the book. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. This is why men uh, through the ages and reformers uh, never saw it. Because it was only for a special class, a special people. Do you believe it? You believe them, them six seal has been opened up. There's only one seal to be opened now, and that's the seventh. In theory form, the seventh seal has been opened. In reality form, it's an event. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. It's the change of our bodies. Do you believe it? So technically, technically you can say all seven seals has been opened. We're just waiting for the event to transpire in this age. Do you believe it, church? Oh, my. Is this a sign of the, of the end time, sir? And the seventh seal that we're trying to speak of when they come this time is the seven written seals. And these seven, and these seven seals, as you know, it is just the manifestation of the seven angels of the seven churches, but there are seven other seals that's on the back side of the book. It's outside of the Bible. Oh my. Oh my. Hallelujah. It's outside of the Bible. It's in the Bible, but it's outside of the Bible. That everybody can see it. Amen. It's only for the church of God. Blessed are your eyes where they see and your ears where they hear. If you can see truth, give God praise this morning. If you can see truth, give God praise. Blessed are your eyes where they see. You believe it? Seven other seals that's on the backside of the book. Uh, it's outside of the Bible. 
You see, the Pentecostals fail to recognize the third day rapture, rapturing uh, faith message. Praise God. Hallelujah. They can't take a rapture without oil. You can't go to the supper without the oil. You can't go to the supper without the garments. Just as under the fifth and the sixth seal, the Jews were given white robes. In this age, the people who has received the oil, the message, the shout, the voice, the trump, have been given white robes. Oh, praise God. You believe it? As the Jews had their white robes, the Gentile bride in this age had her white robes. He said, he took me beyond the curtains of times. And he said, I saw all those people there dressed in their white robes. Glory. There's a church in this age that's been dressed with the word of God. You believe it? Yes, the third day rapture message has given us a white robe. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Pentecostals can't make it in without the Holy Ghost. These five foolish virgins cannot make it in without the Holy Ghost. They might be good people, church members, but there's a difference between the church and the bride. Hallelujah. We're not the church. We're the bride. We're the called out in the saints. And we are under a message. And all they under that message will have the token. You believe it? All they under Moses' message have the token. And there's a people in this age that will come under the token of this hour. You believe it? Hallelujah. What a day we're living in. The Pentecostals failed to recognize the third day rapturing faith message. Just like in the time of Jesus at his forerunning, they kill the Messiah, the, the messenger, John. Have they not done that? And then not every time that God sends the prophet, they kill the prophets. When, when John was sent to forerun the first coming of Christ, what did they do? They, they chopped his head off. Is that right? They hated the messenger. They didn't want anything to do with the messenger because it condemned their ecclesiastical systems. They could not see there was demon power that was upon them, controlled from Euphrates rivers. You believe it? And so it, it is in this age, like it was in the days of Jesus. We noticed they killed the messenger John. Uh, they were blinded and naked just like they are now. What did they do? They killed Jesus. They hated him. They persecuted him. And so it is in the Laosian age of the Gentile people. They're doing the same thing, crucifying not just the flesh, but the Messiah word that God has sent us. They're piercing the message with their hatreds and their doubts and their confusion and their hostility. They're piercing the Messiah word again. They're blinded Laosians in this age. Recognizing your Danish message. Naked and blind. 
and would put them outside of the church. Isn't that what Laodicea has done? They've got them on the outside of the church. They don't want them in the church because he will condemn their, their bobhead women and immoral dressing and queens and dogmas and Hail Marys and all these nonsense that's out there. They'll condemn the whole system. They don't want Christ in the church again. The same Jesus that was standing on the outside knocking as the same word Messiah in this age. Knocking at the door of the denominations. But I've got news for you. He's not coming out to where you are. you got to come into him. The revealed word of the hour. You believe it? Ah, they were blinded, naked, outside of the church. They failed to see those uh, prophecies fulfilled. But being in there to realize that something has got to happen, they just don't get it. They wouldn't recognize this, much like the Jews of old times, uh, blinded Laodicea, riches, theology, hostile with the church, hostile towards the message. Look how hostile those Jews was to John. Look how hostile they was with Jesus uh, when he was the very one that they claimed they were looking for. They were hostile towards the message. Are they hostile to the message today? They're hostile to the word just like there was the Messiah. They're hostile to the message. They put him out of their church. They want to speak against it. They want to condemn the work of the Holy Ghost. But I've got news for you. There is only one sin that will not be forgiven and that's to speak against the work of the Holy Ghost. Even Jesus said, yeah, I'll forgive you of that. But when he, the Holy Ghost, has come to speak against it, it will never be forgiven in this world and in the world to come. They're hostile. They're hostile to the message. They're hostile to your message. They're hostile to the shout of this age. They're hostile to the word that will rapture you. They're hostile to the message that sets you free from every condemnation and doubt. They're hostile to the word. Is that right? Oh, day of riches. Great theological teachings. Great education. And now they've become hostile towards the message. Is that right, friends? Have they not become hostile towards this message? Yes, and God allows it to go out there on the internet. The first thing you want to do is to Google who William Branham is. But you understand that the mystery is held and is sealed out there only for the brides. All the negative things they're going to see. And if there's no seed there, they're going to be hostile towards it. But if there's a germ seed there on the inside, hallelujah, there's something like the prostitute woman. Come see a man that told me the things I've done. Isn't this the Messiah? I don't see faults. I don't see mistakes. I don't see shortcomings. What I see is Jesus Christ revealed again in this age. You believe it? You can go in and shout amen. I'm speaking to the bride this morning. The elect of God. The predestinated. The called out people of this age. You believe that? Why do they do it? Why do they do it? They did not recognize their day and its message. 
and as it was in the time of Noah as well. They didn't recognize their hour. They didn't recognize their day. They didn't recognize the messenger. But put him from their midst and laughed at him. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. You believe it? He comes in three sons named Son of Man, Son of God, Son of Man. Son of David, hallelujah. Before he comes back as son of David, he promised to reveal himself as son of man again. Son of man through the prophets. Son of God through the church ages. And the interval in the church ages between the sixth and the seventh trumpet, the sixth seal to the bride, he comes back as son of man. Oh, glory. What are we feasting on? Son of man word. You believe that? Hallelujah. With a rapture message. My, they didn't recognize their day in this message. And how many today are sitting message churches and have not recognized what God has done? They come because mommy come. They say it's right because somebody says it's right. But they have not received the revelation of Jesus Christ. That this was not just a Kentuckian. This was the son of man revealing himself to the bride in this age. God in flesh again. You believe it? My, they failed to recognize their signs. They failed to recognize what God was doing. They failed to recognize their messenger. They laughed and scoffed at Noah. Why do you think they're not going to laugh and scoff at this message? The scoffers are going to raise up in the last age. Are they not? The Bible says there in 2 Timothy, they're going to be scoffers raised up in the last day. Amen. Not knowing the truth. Not re- realizing the revelation of the sage. And scoff at the word of God. For 120 years, uh, Noah put up with it. Scoffing and laughing and making fun of the message that God had given them. But praise God, he had the truth. Notice now that with Israel... In our land. And everything's setting now. And the message is just perfectly moving on. Israel is now regathering in our homeland by the feast of the trumpets. Waiting now for the rapture of the Gentile bride. Praise God. I'm watching and waiting every day. I'm watching and waiting every day. With that in this corrupt body comes sickness. Heartaches. Sorrows. Trials, temptations, there comes all sort of things while I'm waiting. While I'm waiting, this body's groaning and travailing. As in Romans, amen, to with the redemption of our brand new body. The old earth is groaning and travailing. And these bodies are groaning and travailing and waiting. Hallelujah. Because Israel is in our land and she's crying for our Messiah. And there's a Gentile bride in Laosia who is waiting and travailing and groaning. Birth pains. Birth pains. Hallelujah. When it seems like you can't take another trial, here comes another one. When it seems like you can't take another sickness, here comes another one. You know what it is? The birth pains are getting closer and closer and closer. And there's a church that's headed to the labor room to be delivered out of this last year. You believe it? 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, the Jews are waiting patiently for the bride to be taken up, waiting, crying. You see the pictures of them at the, at, at the wall, the wailing wall, crying, giving prayer, oblation. Those people are sincere. They're praying, crying for their Messiah. Their, high, their eyes are holding until the bride is taken out of the way. The power of the bride on earth has kept the Jews' eyes blinded until they're raptured up. Praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. There's a church. She's not playing games, but she's crying every day. Oh, God, save my loved one. Save my family. Heal my body. Keep me in the center of your will, Lord. Give me a rapturing face every day. You believe it? Jews are... Patiently waiting for the bride to be taken up. The next thing is the two witnesses appearing on the scene to call them to the feast of their atonement and the feast of mourning. What day are we living, friends? Brothers, where are we at? If the church today will only recognize the word that God's made in this hour, the word that God made his promise for in this hour, if the church can only recognize that. Do you recognize it? Don't worry about everything else. Just see what God has promised you. Don't worry about what everybody else is talking about. Stay with the message. Stay with the revelation. Keep hearing the word faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. You believe it? What a day, what an hour. If the church today will only recognize the word of God that's made this promise for this hour. The Holy Spirit in the church again. Christ himself revealed in human flesh. It is evening time. I said it is evening time. Praise God. It is evening time. It says there'll be a day, not night nor day, a dismal day, but at evening time, Zechariah 7.14, it shall be lights. When darkness is upon Laosia, there's light that's upon the bride. While destruction is upon this world, there's peace upon the bride. While the world is falling apart, heaven is getting ready to give way and hail the coming of the bride in the saints. You believe it? Remember between the sixth and seventh seal, there was to be a seven angel message that had been preaching and condemning the Pentecostals. Is that right? Isn't that what his message was for? He had already condemned the denomination. What was he doing in the latter years of his ministry? Condemning them foolish virgins. Is that right? Which of the old uh, religious system is closest to the bride? Dress like us, talk like us. Come on, church. Have the apparels like us. Who are they? Sanctified, but didn't have the message of Elijah, old church. Old church. I would, I would you see it today? That's what filled our cup. What's the message? That's the oil that's in our cup, the message. That's the Holy Ghost that's in our being, the message. The translation secret that was given to Abraham. Glory! 
He said, shall I hide from uh, Abraham the things that I do? What was he getting ready to do? Burn up all of Sodom and Gomorrah and rapture Abraham and Sarah. He's getting ready to destroy California and every other Gomorrah around it. You believe it? Why do you say, why do you think it says Sodom and Gomorrah? New York City. Amen. Or Chicago. Maybe even Nashville. All these Gomorrahs that's around us. But I want you to know California is going to sink and sink and go under the, under the ocean. Oh yes. The power of destruction and the curse of God is going to sink that nation under the ocean. That will send a tidal wave and destroy all the other Gomorrah. And while it's shaking and shaking and going under the ocean, the bride's going up. Laosia is going down and the bride is going up. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. The 11 this morning. I said, God bless you, the bride of Christ. We're going up by God's grace. Hallelujah. Oh, my. I've been preaching, condemning them Pentecostals. Hallelujah. Amen from 63 on. Amen to the latter message. He's blasting them foolish virgins. We're not having the ordinary lamps. He said, you sing in the spirit. You shout. You dance. You said you got the Holy Ghost. But so does Janus and Jambres. They imitated every gift that Moses had. The only thing they couldn't do was stay with the words. Oh, did he not say it, church? They couldn't stay with the words. Yeah, that's right. They danced in the spirit that discerned and prayed for the sick. They had healing, great healing campaign amongst the Pentecostal era. era. All those times in that space of time, that era of time, they had all of this. But the only thing they couldn't do was say with the words. Come on, church. They take the initial evidence of the Holy Ghost uh, speaking in tongues. They couldn't take the word being the evidence of the Holy Ghost because they didn't have the Holy Ghost, the word inside of them. How can you see something you don't have? Praise God. But the bride had that little germ seed in her. Part of that oil. That when the message to oil, the Holy Ghost, that the, the, the wise virgin, amen, had, when they saw part of that poured down on the inside of her, it ignited our body. Hallelujah. Praise God. Who I am, Lord. Who I am. I now can see, Sister Brenda, who I am. I'm part of the rapture. I'm part of the bride. It's a revelation by vindication, by Elijah's message. Hallelujah. Not a man, not a system, not a group. One man message. Glory. That's rapturing the church in this age. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The word had been put out and rejected. Christ, the word put out of their own church now, standing on the outside. And the messages that's been sent to the church today has been murdered by their denominational dogmas. The scripture has been murdered by their dogmas. They said, and Jesus said, if you had only known your day. Hallelujah. 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 When their eyes were open, they knew it. 
Hallelujah. Not preaching to the Pentecostals. And when their eyes were open, they knew him. Hallelujah. Praise God. There were a couple of them sitting there in those meetings. And their eyes came open. And they knew who was standing before them. Praise God. The Holy Spirit poured out in this age. I don't care what people say. I don't care what men say. I don't care if they call us a man follower. I don't care all the ridicule and the hostility towards the word. God has always used earthen vessels to reveal himself. Flesh. Human flesh. He could not even reveal himself unless he stepped into an earthly body called flesh. Why are people so afraid of the flesh? God, tabernacle, deity in human flesh. The mighty God unveiled before us. Can you see it? Open the eyes, Lord. Open the eyes of the people. Let them see the word Messiah. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. People do it today. They don't want Christ. They don't want Christ to harvest. Amen. But praise God, root came in an harvest time. Well, for one, to go back to our denomination. Amen. Come on. Praise God. Naomi's still waiting on us, the Gentile bride, to get out of the way with our Boaz. Praise God. You believe it? It was harvest time when she came back into our homeland. And God can never bless Israel until they're back in their homeland. And God will never bless the Gentile bride until she's back in our homeland. And that homeland is the message of the hour. Glory! There's a church that's running into the message. God fill me with Holy Ghost oil. You believe it? Hallelujah. Yes. They don't want Christ to harvest. They will accept ecclesiastical teachings. Is that right? Here is where the Pentecostal is all mixed up. They're looking for something to happen. But the bride is done gone. They're still shouting. They're still drumming up the music. Is that right? Oh, yeah, they're still doing all these things, all these emotions, carrying on in their churches. Amen. But Christ has already gone with the bride. Seven angel messenger under the same six and seven trumpets to the Jews, which is the sixth seal, calls the bride out of the Pentecostals, a Pentecostal world tradition, to the genuine atonement to reveal the word of the hour. That is the Messiah. That is our Messiah. And the world system and denomination did not recognize uh, the word Messiah. Just like the Jews did not recognize their Messiah. Praise God. But it wasn't for them. Oh my. But it wasn't for them. It was for a people. A called out people. It's not for everybody. Oh, it's only for the bride. Oh, my. When Elijah said to Gehazi, come over here. Let me anoint your eyes. Then you'll see the seals open up. Suddenly when his eyes got anointed by Elijah, what did he see? Chariots. Horses. First seal, second seal, third seal, fourth seal, fifth seal, sixth seal. And what was the last seal? seal? Elijah's translation. Oh, glory. 
Oh, there's a church that's coming into the seventh seal. Amen. A rapture of the body. Yes, they failed to see the uh, genuine atonement, the revealed word. And we hit, we hit it last, last Sunday, Hosea 6 and 5. He says, therefore, I viewed them out by the prophets. The Hebrew word for hewed is chops. I've chopped, chopped them out through the prophets. That's how God does his people. He chopped them out from the rest of the nation. By what? The two-edged sword. The vindicated word. You've been chopped out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Chopped out by the word of this hour. He's chopped, chopped out his bride. Hewed her from the rest of the churches. Hewed out the bride. You believe it? Now she is the impregnated bride of this age. He's chopped her out. And he's been married to her. And he injects his germ seed inside of her. And now her womb has been shut. And she cannot receive any other seed. No other man's seed. But Elijah's seed. Oh, pregnant bride of Christ. Rise up. Your hour has come. You believe it? Amen. Amen. Is that right? Is that correct? Amen. Once the woman received that seed, amen. Hallelujah. The room is shut up. She can't receive the other man's seed. Glory. Praise God. Feast of the trumpets. Christ impregnated in his word here. Made flesh amongst us. Science has proved it by pictures. The church knows it. The world around. We firmly know it. For he's never told us one thing. Hallelujah. And thus saith the Lord, but what has been the truth? Did he not say down here on the river as John the Baptist was sent, so will, so will this message will pull out. Come on. Chop out. Just like Israel was chopped out by the prophets. Amen. Back in under the Jewish dispensation. In the Gentile dispensation. There was one word prophets. Oh praise God. With a sharp two edged sword. Praise the Lord. Whose sword was it? The king's sword. What was it to do? Chop out the bride in this age. Praise the Lord. He said I've always been afraid of, of swords. Of sharp knives. He said, had a pearl handle. Hallelujah. It's about a year long. And he said, it fit my hand perfectly. I got news for you brothers out there. There's no eight messenger. This sword can only fit one man's hand. That's William Branham, the prophet of this generation. No other hand can fit this sword. But chop out the bride. You believe it? But chop out the bride. The best us preachers can do is bring the message he brings us. <laughs> Hallelujah. I hear brothers getting up and saying, you got to listen to my tapes. You got li- to listen to my messages. My messages are going to bring you into a rapture, a condition. It's already brought us in. Amen. Because the message of the hour has already chopped us out. All we're doing is rehearsing the word to you. You believe it? You believe it? I love that last part. He just threw that in right quick. He said, as John the Baptist was sent, 
and he just kind of paused a moment. He said, so will this message will pull out. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll pull out. Hallelujah. We'll pull you out. You probably didn't want to come out, but it pulled you out. Maybe you weren't back to the system, but it pulled you out. You say, oh, that's a bunch of man's idea. That's nothing but a Kentuckian. But the word on the inside keep working on you. And suddenly Elijah's message pulled you out of the system. Sister Shirley, why aren't you in denomination church this morning? The message pulled you out of that system. You believe it? Hallelujah. I said it wouldn't be just as easy to go with all our family and our loved ones than to be just a single one outside of the norm. To be the one that's contrary to everybody. But why? A message pulled her out. Elijah's message. You believe it? You can't get away from it. Amen. Remember the same as those two prophets was to call the Jews out of Judaism into Christ, the, the true atonement. The Gentile bride is to have a prophet called Elias, Elijah. And in the fifth day, seven Sabbaths, seven church ages, the people got away from the, from the truth through denomination, ecclesiastical teachings. But Elijah's message is to call the bride out of denomination tradition back to the original atonement, the revealed word. What was the original atonement? Who was Christ? The Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was made flesh. Amen. The Word was God, and the Word was made flesh. John 1. Amen. And dwelt among us. You believe it? So the bride is called out of denomination, tradition, back to the original atonement, the revealed Word. So who is Christ? The revealed Word. What was Christ back there? The revealed word. This is the third day. Do you believe it? And the people today have forgotten their prophet just like Israel did. Have they not? Yeah, they forgot. They've forgotten. God raised up one prophet and suddenly forget about it. God raised up another prophet and they've forgotten, forgotten about it. And the same thing has happened in this age. People have forgotten. Hallelujah. They're prophets. Recognizing your day in this message. Listen, if the denomination would only quit condemning those states and would listen to them. And you preachers, listen to this tape. You listen. If you only recognize the hour that you're living. If you only recognize the sign of the time. Elijah is going to restore all things in these last days. But the shock will miss the rapture. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. He said only recognize the hour that you're living. If you only recognize the signs of the time. And he said you denominations. Uh, quit condemning them tapes. You preachers. He said you better listen to those tapes. Listen to me. Listen. Not only preachers. Listen church. You better be listening. Amen to the Holy Ghost oil. In this hour. Because come rapture morning. Hallelujah. Only those that are filled up with the Holy Ghost oil. Will take a rapture. But Elijah was supposed to come and restore all things, and they failed to recognize it. In Matthew eleven eleven, watch this. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elias truly shall come first and restore all things. You believe that? Yeah. This is the message of what? Restoration. Amen. 
This is not a reformer's message, but I say unto you that Elias is already, uh, has come already, and they knew him not, but they have done unto him whatsoever they listed. You see what I'm saying, friends? When was he to come in the third day? To do what? To restore the Pentecostal faith, original feast. The Omega Bride will be just like the Alpha Bride, like it was in the beginning. So will it be restored before Israel's trumpet feast shall sound in the last day. And if the people will only recognize the promised sign of the Messiah, the sign of the Son of Man, He come in the Son of Man's name with a message of restoration through the Pentecostal age, Elijah scriptural sign to the bride of Christ. And did they not do to him what they would be listed? They wrote him up in the newspapers. They called him all sorts of names. Amen. Just like they did Jesus. But did it stop the message? No, it didn't. Hallelujah. Can the message be stopped? Never. Can you kill Christ? Never. Can you kill the word? Never. Hallelujah. There's life in the word of God. This word has went into every nation and every tongue and every country and is picking up the elect of God in the last day. In the third day, it's getting the bride ready. You believe it? Don't you see the message of the hour? Can you recognize where we're at? Jesus said to Israel, if you had only have known your day. And one place, he's sitting on Mount Olives and he looked over and said, Jerusalem, oh Jerusalem. America, all denomination has turned down Elijah's scriptural sign and now she is a past redemption. You believe it? The woman at the well recognized her day by the sign of the Messiah. The message itself from, from scripture interprets to you the hour we're living in is the interpretation. Watch this, friends. I'm closing as our musicians come now. There have been three bits. He bit three times. Three times. He sent out and they did not listen to the feast. Is that right? That's right. Did it not happen? Russia turned it down. England turned it down. The United States turned it down. Is your life worthy of the gospel? Come on, church. Hallelujah. But there's a church and the last sentence receiving the word. Hallelujah. Three times. He bent three times. Three times he sent out and they did not listen to the feast. Then he sent again and said, go and compel those to come. The table has got to be set. And I say in closing church, the table is ready. And there is room only for the bride. And I believe to the predestinated seed, they will heed to the truth and come to the marriage feast, the marriage supper of the Lamb. Are you going to be ready? Are you getting ready to go, friends? Hallelujah. When the Holy Ghost tried to fall upon Russia in the early days, uh, they didn't want it. When it went over to England, look at Russia, what she turned to communism. When the Holy Ghost uh, was poured out upon England, what did it do? They rejected it. 
It's not correct, friends. Look where England is. The most corrupt, immoral nation there is in the world. Then the Holy Ghost came over onto the Gentile side there in California by a little old brother, Amos Seymour, who preached the restoration of the gift. But when the message came, it was on the holding because Elijah prophet hadn't been on the scene yet. yet. And the people thought that was the restoration of the, of the word. But it was only the restoration of the gift because the messenger wasn't born until 1906. But when the message came, the gifts held the people until the Holy Ghost came in the stage. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What an hour that we're living in. What a time that we're living in. Amen. The word couldn't be preached yet. Brother Brandon was not on the scene as yet. So what happened from 1906 to 1909, rather, what happened? They had the restoration of the gift. But then there was, amen, a messenger on earth being born, coming into the statue of a perfect man to deliver the bride, the Holy Ghost, and the saints. They had the gifts, but now we have the giver and the gifts. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, there's a church. Let's stand your feet. There's a church by the grace of God that's rising in this day. What a day. What an hour. Nations are breaking. Israel's awakened. The signs that the prophets foretold. All of these Gentiles days number with heartaches encumbered. Return, O disperse to your own. The day of redemption is near. You believe that? You believe it, friend? Do you know it? You realize all the great outpouring of the Holy Ghost before the messenger, the wheat word came on the scene. All they had was the gifts. They had the gifts. They had the gifts. They had all the signs and the miracles. They had all of that. But with the restoration of the gift will come the restoration of the word. But the word hadn't yet been come. They had their former reign. But they had to wait on the latter reign. But praise God, when he came, he brought us both former and latter reign. In this age, you believe it? What was it? The sowing rain and the harvest rain. They sowed the gifts. But praise God, we had the messenger and we reaped the harvest just like Ruth did back in that time. Just like Jesus Christ, the wheat bread, the harvest time. This is the harvest time. God bless you. Mm. I love you. You may not enjoy it, but I enjoy preaching you this morning. Hallelujah. I love you with the love of the Lord. Let's sing a song, my brother. Praise God. Oh, nations are breaking and Israel's awakening. The signs that the prophets foretold. The Gentile days numbered with horrors encumbered. Return on this first. Can you not see it? 
You see, when Brother Brown came on the scene, the, the, the Elijah, Elias of this came on the scene, they were still on the anointing of the restoration of the gifts. This is why that's, uh, that's what attracted them in Brother Bradham's meetings. That's right. But they failed to realize we had changed dispensation. That's right. We were now in the teaching reign. Hallelujah. The, f- the former reign, the latter reign. Amen. We were now in the teaching reign and the sowing reign, anointing. And they failed to recognize it. Why was Brother Benham's ministry so different? Now all the rest of the Pentecostal brothers in that day, Lee came with a teaching ministry. He was teaching back in that day and they couldn't see it. They couldn't grasp it. They couldn't recognize it. Why? Because he was changing dispensations. Just like Jesus when he came, he was changing the church from Judaism into Christ. And they couldn't see it. Come on church. But praise God our eyes have been opened. That we can see the truth in this day. It's harvest time. Oh, what an hour and what a day that we live in. God bless you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Oh, my goodness. My, my, my. I feel like running. David said, my, uh, by my God, have I run through a troop and leaped over a wall. You feel that way today? Has the word energized you? Has the word made you forget about all that non-essentials? Come on, church. You're not foolish virgin. You're wise virgin. Amen. You're not sleeping virgin. You're an awakened bride. Awoken by the seven thunders of revelation. Hallelujah. Who I am, Lord. Who I am. I now can see who I am. Sing it with me. Oh, who I am, Lord. Who I am. I Watch out. Hallelujah. I woke this morning. Watch out. Amen. You're messing with the wife of Jesus Christ. You believe it. Because down inside of you, you tabernacle deity. You believe it? How do you get deity? When you receive the word, you receive deity. 
When you receive Elijah's message, you become Elijah's message. And the message and the messenger are one. And the message and the bride and the spirit of God is calling this age and they're one. You believe it? And the spirit and the bride says what? Come. Glory. God bless you. Let's be in prayer now, one for the other. To you online, service will resume here on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. I'll be teaching again. Shalom to you. God bless you. What a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Dear love him. You know, it's quite a transition from Sunday morning to...